when we return, you're all groggily waking up, and as you're awakening, you hear the sounds of multiple people throughout the house. Their shoes clicking and echoing on the floor as if there's... Almost like you're in a museum and you just hear people walking around. Like, the house sounds like it's just full of people in this large, vacant space with all these footprints and footsteps echoing throughout. Um, sometimes you hear them say something to each other. Uh, it's hard to make out what they're saying. You can't really make it out. Um, but just as the grogginess is about to wear off, you hear somebody go, right in your ear, and they all stop. And then uh, you, you, you are laying on the floor of the library, uh, to which I think a couple of you are actually in the uh, DJ ballroom <laughs> when you the passed D out, but now you're in DJ the library for some reason. Um, well, uh, okay, I said all of you wake up, but not all of you are there. Uh, Melanie and Victoria appear to be missing. Uh, the only things that they seem to have left behind are the amber and the bar devices, which now appear to be activated, which would imply that the peak devices are installed on doorknobs somewhere inside the house. Um, and it appears maybe about an hour went by. And that's where we are. An hour? Uh, I think... My first thought is to check footage when I'm running. Is anything running? <laughs> I'm always running. So what you can do is you could probably run the camera you had on you, or you can go back to the video village and see if any of the camera equipment you set up that you just had running long term picked up anything. Uh, I will start start with the one that was on me. On you. Okay. So uh, you. Uh, you look at basically the footage. It seems to have stopped right around when you passed out. Um, but, uh, it turns out like, it, it looks like you're just kind of like walking, you're coming into the library and then you just drop the camera. Uh, and then it just turns off. Didn't we have, um, once in the corner? Yeah, yeah, we, we can go we, back to the video. Village. Yeah, we have to go back to base camp to see if any of the other cameras picked up anything. Right. Um, Does anyone want to go with me? Should we all go? Um, I mean, we're missing two. All of their equipment is on the floor, right? Uh, just the amber devices. Uh, Victoria's camera is surprisingly absent, um, and nothing. Uh, the uh, Melanie had the amber device on, but she doesn't know how to use it. So the fact that it is now operational and running perfectly fine is a little suspect. Um, but uh, most yeah, notably, that's not on her. Yeah, also. it's just <laughs> in the room. Uh, go ahead, Emma. No, I wasn't gonna say anything. There's a door out this um way pointing to the ballroom there's a there's a door there i've written down there's a garden door there there is <laughs> door that leads to the garden over there <laughs> well do we do do we still have our walkies yeah is, is the garden door the quickest way out in all honesty either at this point you're kind of in an in-between spot where if you go to the garden or you go to the lobby you'd be able to oh we're, we're in the library we're not in the ballroom never mind yeah yeah Let's go on the walkie. Um, Mel? Victoria? Oh, 
Don't fuck around right now. Where are you? Nothing. I'll make my way to the garden door and say, I'm going to go check the rest of the cameras. If anyone wants to come with. Penelope gets up very quickly and makes a beeline. To be fair, yeah. you guys moved the video village to the lobby before you yeah, passed out. That was one we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So it's all inside. So, okay, then I will go towards the lobby. <laughs> Sounds good. Your video uh, equipment's yeah, all there. But yeah, Everett, what do you? Everett's going with. Yeah, you get to the lobby. All of your video equipment's there. Uh, it doesn't seem like anybody's touched it or anything like that. Um, can you, uh, Pierce, rewind back and see if uh, you you can get eyes on them, whether they were... We've got, like, this whole place blanketed. Just try and find them, please. Yeah, I'm gonna... I'll go through every camera, all the footage, since we entered the house. Uh, would you like to use any points in, in anything to look th back through your, your uh, video and stuff? Yeah, I'll use... Well, I have two points in photography, so I'll use them both. Oh, okay. Uh, so you're looking through the video footage. Uh, you see all of you walk into the library. Uh, you're talking for just a moment, and then literally all of you just drop. Like, as if you're, like, ragdolls that just kind of, like, <laughs> had their physics turned on or something. Like, everybody just kind of drops to the floor. Except for, uh... uh what's her fucking name? <laughs> Victoria! <laughs> Except for Victoria and Melanie. Um, they stand there and they just kind of, like, look like they just kind of straighten. Uh, and they're there for 30 minutes just in that pose. Like, just standing completely still like that. Um, and then you see, uh, all of a sudden they kind of snap to action. You see, uh, Veronica start to walk deeper in towards, uh, towards the ballroom. So more counterclock or more clockwise into the building. You unfortunately didn't get that far into the building yet. So you don't know she gets off camera once she goes outside of essentially the library. Um, and then, uh, uh, Melanie, you see her walk back to, uh, the lobby she looks directly at the chair you're sitting in right now for about 10 minutes. Uh, and then she walks up the stairs of the lobby, looks at something up there, but you're not entirely sure what because you haven't necessarily gone all the way up there yet. You have like cameras pointing up, but haven't gone up to the upper landing just yet. Uh, and then she walks deeper into a room that's up there. Y'all, my stomach just did like somersaults. <laughs> well, we know where they headed uh i want to pull penelope aside kind of while that is playing uh and uh say did you see anything strange when we were not we before we woke up Everett looks pale, by the way, like very pale. <laughs> oh no. Um, I did. Did you? Was it bad? Yeah. I don't think we should be here any longer. I don't want to be here. I was excited. Now I'm not. 
I don't want to die. I think we should go and say fuck everything. I think this is dangerous. My dogs are trying to get in. <laughs> Baby! They're trying to break the door, they're breaching! You're <laughs> <laughs> like, we want to play. Mommy, this door is closed. Shh. Um, I feel like, uh, uh, yes, we should probably leave, but I can't leave without them. Um, but I also can't ask either of you to stay. Um, before you, before you continue that, um, where do you think we are going to go? I've Neither of us can fly a plane. Pierce can. I'd rather. I, I was pointing more towards Penelope and Everett. <laughs> like. Just, I still hate Pierce. <laughs> I mean, is there, is there a safe place on the island at all? Like, is there any place that we could, we could go back to the. Considering the things have started happening before we even step foot on this island. I would say probably not. And I'm afraid that this extends beyond this island just based off of what we found before we even got here. I mean, at least it at least goes up. Right. I'm talking about what we found on land before we got here in the room. And that there's a survivor. And that what his face is dead. In things. I don't like that. Uh, they're in two different directions. What do we do? Well, Usually there's four I'm the of one us. That's, like, telling there's, me what to do. There's, there's four of us. No. No. Mm -mm. No one would be alone. <laughs> two is no, no, one. There, there is All four. right, listen. There were four of us in one room, and this still happened. There were six of us in that one room. So what what difference is it going to make if it's two people or if it's six people together? I'm not very good at math, but if there were four and two left, only two would be left, and eventually one, and then zero. What's to stop that from happening with us staying together? Nothing! Okay, well, I don't think we should leave the other two alone this long. They're, they could be hurt. We should go find them. Literally the first time I'm going to agree with Piers. And the fastest way to find both of them and get out of here is to pair off. Fine. Wait, yeah. no. Oh. <laughs> You've already agreed. And to take your first agreement, but what? All right. Well, how are we splitting it then? I will. I will go up after Victoria. Uh, Victoria, uh, Melanie went up. Victoria went. Oh, okay. The other I'll way. go. Follow Victoria. I'll go up to Melanie. I'll go with Piers. In. Are you okay coming with me? Uh, 
tenía la... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Peter and Mike, it wasn't picking up that time. Peter, we're gonna have to get better equipment. I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, as you do that, uh, you guys are all talking, and it's like he sounds like you make a plan for how you're going to look around the house. Uh, you hear uh, a not so familiar tune. Uh, it sounds like a ringtone, like an old Nokia kind of ringtone, but it's like Ooh, a like surfer boy. A little bit, yeah, it, it, but it's like a surfer, uh, like, uh, theme, like, it's coming from the, yeah, and it's coming from the library. Is that direction where that's like, I was yeah, that's, going yeah, that's the direction towards the ballroom. Um, no one here lost their, we haven't had any reception this entire time. Maybe. I rescind right my now. question. I haven't heard that ringtone since like 2004. Maybe it's some old satellite phone somebody left behind that works. S but they Maybe. don't. Satellite phones. They... Joe, it would finally dawn on you what that is. That's the Amber device going off. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Ah! <laughs> Nobody knows what it sounds like because Melanie never used it right. <laughs> it's just. Oh, wait, I know what it is. <laughs> What? And then I'll go after it. Wait, yeah, who? You see the amber device like laying on the floor. It's just like a headset kind of thing with like an iPad sort of looking thing laying next to it. Uh, and the headset is blinking and it's playing the surfer ringtone. Oh. Which usually right. means. I'm not going to uh, be able to do this Scottish accent all day. I'm too tired. <laughs> That's fine. Which usually means, uh, like, at first it's kind of funny and a relief to hear it going off, but then you also realize that that means that it's detecting supernatural activity. Yeah, that hate means it, there's it, proximity hate it, alerts. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Absolutely. Hate it, hate it. I'm going to grab it. Alrighty. Uh, it says it has three uh, devices connected, and the one that is currently going off uh, is the cinema. Cinema? That's... We're in the library? Mm-hmm. We go around to the ballroom, and then we go through that, and we're in the cinema. I made a map. I don't know where so, any of my notes are at all. That's the I, I got you. That's the direction went. that... Victoria yes. went in. Yeah. Victoria went in. So oh. if you'd like, a thing you could do with the amber device is put the goggles on and press it to see what it sees. I'm, I'm only guiding you with this because this is a device that uh, the only person who knows what it is is me. <laughs> so, I know what well, it is, Maria I saw. Knows too, because Maria, uh, we played the I game together you. and stuff. But like, uh, uh, just so you know what the Amber device is capable of, if it goes off, you could put it on your face and actually see what it sees. So. Fuck it, I'll put it on. Alrighty, so uh, it says surfs up. Uh, and then like, uh, you see like this uh, um, kind of like, like kind of pixelization occur. And then all of a sudden you see into the room that it's looking at. You're at the perspective of a doorknob, it looks like, looking into this cinema. Um, and what you see is the lights are all off, so it's really hard to tell. But it looks like there are uh, seven robes just kind of suspended in midair. Kind of like if somebody pinched the top of the robe and held them up like this. And each one of them has a candle in front of them. And they're standing in a circle. And then, uh, uh, like, maybe about two seconds into watching it, all the robes drop to the floor and the candles burn out. Well. <laughs> Was it actually working? 
Ja. 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 She's gonna... She's gonna just sit down for a second, just put her head between her knees. Just take deep breaths. Deep breaths. That's a first. Did you did you see Victoria? No, I um I saw uh, uh, ropes being held by bodies that weren't there and then they fell. <laughs> so this is great. This is this is fantastic. I um I feel as though I'd like to go back to when I wasn't in search of answers. I'd like to be ignorant. Ignorant is bliss. Now I know there's shit out there and it's gonna kill us. Welcome to my entire life. And I'm just gonna start walking in that direction. I'm gonna actually grab the Amber device kind of a little bit like indignantly from from Joe uh, and start walking in that direction. Just say, come on, Piers. Rude. Oh, make sure I've got a camera <laughs> go with. Alrighty. So you're in the ballroom, which is before the cinema. I want to say we'll go with Piers and Everett first. Uh, I'm assuming Penelope and Joe, you guys were going upstairs, right? To see if you can search for Melanie. Okay. So, uh, Piers and Everett, we'll go with you first. You're in the ballroom, and what you see is, last time you were in here, the door to the cinema appeared to be open, but now it is shut, and you can tell that it, there is a door there with a knob that, you know, looks like it would work with the amber device. The amber device is on the inside of this door, though, so you can't, you don't see the amber device. Or the peak device is what the ones that are around the door goes, but... Naturally, I will just try to open the door. All right, so you open the door. Uh, unlike previous rooms, this room is immediately noteworthy. Uh, you enter <laughs> and see a cinema, a large screen against one wall with a small room against the opposite wall housing the projector. What you don't expect to see is that all of the seating has been pushed to either side of the room, and in the center of this large room is a ritual circle containing a septagram and an incense burner at each point. Surrounding the circle are six piles of clothes, one at each point of the star. The clothes vary between male and female garb, and there's a pile of cultist robes decorated in zodiac symbols hanging off the back of one of the chairs against the wall. In front of the screen, there are seven bowls held up by tripods, each with a bottle of fragrant oil and, and a towel next to it. Above are the constellations Libra and Scorpio on the ceiling. Well, I so guess said, this backs up what Joe saw. You said there were six cloaks on... There were six clothes. Uh, so normal people clothes, just laying in a circle. There are... Uh, there's just a pile of cultist robes decorated in zodiac symbols hanging off the back of one of the chairs against the wall. Just so I... A septagram is a six-point star, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes. Great. Great. Excellent. So it was seven robes and seven bowls and then six piles no. of clothes. The the robes were just like a, pile, just a pile of robes. Of robes. Yeah. Oh, okay. But in the video number. it was seven robes. Yes. Yes. Okay, so seven bowls, seven robes, six piles of clothes on a six-sided star. Right. Five horror bodies. 
Okay. Um, is the room still dark? Yeah, it's pretty dark, but you can kind of see everything that's in here, like with the door open and stuff. The the light from the ballroom kind of leads in a little bit. And there is a door at the other end of the hall. Uh, so there's the door to the ballroom, and then there's the door to... You have a map that says all the, the names. Workshops. The workshop, yep. I'd like to flip on the night vision on the camera and kind of look around in other corners. So you're just investigating more? Yeah. Uh, you don't necessarily pick up anything else. Um, there uh, seem to be uh, the only thing you really kind of find with, I guess you can say, a zero-point investigation, or, which is all you really could, because the majority of the stuff you need to look at is in the room, is that there are five robes in that pile of robes. Um, but that that's all you get. Otherwise, yeah, it's a ritualist. <laughs> Everything in the center of the room is pretty much the scary, weird, notable thing about the room. <laughs> so we're missing two robes if we're counting what Joe saw. All right. <laughs> I want to say with that, the the uh, amber device goes off again. I will put it on and like grab onto like the like Pierce's jacket or shirt or whatever just to make sure that like <laughs> you don't go anywhere and I don't go anywhere. <laughs> uh, it says the kitchen is going off. Upstairs. How fantastic. Upstairs. How terrible. All right. Before I wait. Okay. So the Amber device tells me it's on before I put it on. Tells the me the, the bar device, which is a little iPad thing, will tell you what room is is currently going off. Uh, okay. It does say that the, uh, uh, the cinema is going off, but only because you guys are kind of in there. <laughs> like it's misreading. We are supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> we are the supernatural. Uh, yeah, but it's picking, it's picking you guys up, which is why the cinema is currently going off. However, it says the kitchen is now going off. And it says new note uh, for that one. Okay, I will... Uh, well, to peers, I'll say... Uh, probably tell them that it's in the there's, there's she might be in the kitchen and then i will put on my tacticals yeah right. i'll, I'll so, just radio saying uh we're getting signal from the kitchen upstairs so what you get uh really quick before we cut to joe and penelope going upstairs is uh you you turn on the it's a surfs up and then uh pixelization happens and you see into the kitchen from a doorknob uh, perspective and you see it's like a, a kind of a large kitchen uh very stale uh sterile looking kitchen like you know they they didn't move everything into the house yet um and uh so there's not like pots and pans everywhere or anything like that but it kind of looks more like an industrial kitchen as if this place was you know gonna be big for events or something like that um the lights are very out it seems like the only light that's in is kind of like coming from the island in the middle of the kitchen um, which is coming from like, you know how sometimes you get those vents in the middle of the kitchen that also have a light inside of them so that you can see what you're cooking. Um, that's basically the only light that's in this room. And what you can see is, uh, a person standing there. You can't, you can't see like from here up because it's all complete blackness, but from here down, it looks a lot like Melanie and she's just standing there and she's holding a knife. 
just... And then we cut to Joe and Penelope. <laughs> uh, you two are currently in the lobby. Uh, uh, I guess uh, we would start going up the stairs. Alrighty. So when, when you get they, the... when they went to the whatever. The what? what? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, you get to the upstairs seating area. So you you walk up the stairs and there's like kind of an upstairs seating area that's kind of overlooking the lobby a little bit. Um, uh, and when you get up here, uh, you you uh, it's kind of immediately a grisly sight to behold. <laughs> Um, so, uh, as far as the room goes, it has a couple couches covered in white dust sheets and a coffee table between them. Uh, it is on this coffee table that you see what looks like dried blood on a blueprint of the house. Further examination of this blueprint reveals it's different than the public records of the house, but also has the words, I hope this is enough, scrawled in blood on it. Uh, next to the blueprints, there's a book with no discernible title, just a V on its cover and volume five on its spine. Several pages are bookmarked. The bookmarks appear, uh, the bookmarks are on pages that list details and how to do spatial warding and ritual sacrifice. Uh, you would need days to really examine the book more than that. But like, those are kind of the chapter titles that you're kind of seeing pop up and like some of it's written in different languages and in footnotes and everything like that. But yeah, no, so you find a blueprint uh, and it has blood writing on it and there's also a dried blood kind of around um, and a weird book. Do I recognize the book at all? Uh, let's see. Would you recognize the book? No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's probably safe to, to pick up that, uh, that blueprint, maybe? Could be useful since it seems to be the updated blueprint. Yes. Um, so here's what's different about it that you immediately notice. That big space in the center of the downstairs mm -hmm. ain't so empty. That, that tracks. Yeah. Inner room. Inner room. And it says that there should be a door coming from uh, the lobby that leads in there. But we didn't see one. You didn't see one. Did we see where possibly one might have been bricked up? Uh, you didn't look hard enough just yet. Okay, well. Um, we but now that you know look. about it, maybe we'll, you'll see something. <laughs> yep, I will make a note of that. Um, How old does this blood look? Yeah, that was my next question. You're going to look closer at the blood. Okay, yeah. so uh, the blood here looks pretty old. Um I mean, you're no forensic scientist and you don't have a kit with you, but you definitely, it's not new, that's for sure. And it's not recent, that's for sure. I mean, I don't know if you've seen blood that is, you know, more like super old or anything, but it's it, like more brown than it's red. It's definitely like, if you had to put a guess to it, like, uh, if you guys were the first ones here in a long time, maybe this blood was from around when it was closed. So like seven years old. <laughs> Is it a lot? But, uh, at looking closer, uh, uh, the blood looks like it's enough that someone definitely bled to death here, but also that that person was seemingly dragged away after death. And I need you to make a three-point stability test. I will gamble one. Ooh. 
and it was not enough. Oh, so you lost four. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> yeah. So I'm at zero, I guess. Uh, that would put you at uh, basically if you start to go into the negative with stability, you're just kind of panicky more. Like uh, okay. things are going to start. I mean, it's going to be real hard to tell uh, the difference between what's really happening and what's not happening anymore, considering how messed up the situation currently is. <laughs> totally fine. Everything's fine. But yeah, it's not so the first time I've gone crazy. You're getting crazy. Yeah. Things are going a little wacky for you. What about you, Penelope? Uh, well, Penelope, I think uh, I want to say Joe is the one that was really looking at the blood. Uh, you were probably looking at the book. Sure. Yes. <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, that is where we I currently roll? are. I don't roll, right? No, you're good. No, just it's fine. I I went insane for the both of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Penelope, this is a lot of blood. This is a lot of blood. Uh, somebody died. Somebody. 100% died right there. They they, Joe, they died, and then Joe, they they were Joe, dragged that Joe. way. This is going to be fine. Joe. We're missing two? Who's Joe. next? Stop it. We have a job to do. We have people to save. Yeah, but that's never been part of my job. Like, I, like no, I keep getting safe, but like... Stop it. If you continue to panic about all of this you will be useless you can do this you're fine we're fine i'm here with you we're going sorry to do this that. together <laughs> it will be okay um dave mm -hmm. <laughs> How mechanically does reassurance work? Uh, it's more so for uh, convincing NPCs. Usually when it comes to player-to-player -player contact, with reassurance, I'm uh, willing to make it so that you spend points in reassurance to give points of stability back to your friends. Um, but uh, Because I feel like nobody really... We haven't found situations where reassurance really comes up terribly much. Uh, but in theory, reassurance is like, say you have an NPC who's really panicky, or uh, a good example would have been the dude in the bar who's like a big drunk and gets scared and freaked out talking about stuff. You could have used it on him to be like, don't worry, buddy, you can tell us kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's how reassurance usually works. I will allow uh, in, the, in situations like this, if you wanted to spend reassurance to give uh, Joe points. I do. I have, because yeah. I, I know that was really reassuring. It really was. I, I feel assured. That way, <laughs> and that way I could do terrible things to you even more. <laughs> Yay. I'm a-okay with this setup. <laughs> I regret this. <laughs> oh, no, scary things. Your, oh, uh, your no. walkie-talkie goes off, Joe. Pierce? Dave? <laughs> I'm about to yeet this walkie-talkie out the window because it you seems can. to be... There's no windows, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call into it again. Piers, Everett? You, yeah, Piers and Everett, you get that. Oh, I want to say yep, right now ahead. is when Piers tells you that they detect Melanie in the kitchen. Like that's when the time worked because both of you left at the same time. So, hey, there's the there's a there's an alert coming from the kitchen. 
Okay, were you fucking about on the radio earlier? No, this is my first time using it. Shit. Sucks. Alright, uh, keep your- Sucks. Just- Shit's fucked. Alright, uh, we'll go check the kitchen. Back to Everett and Piers. You're still in the cinema. Uh, you just informed uh, Penelope and Everett that- or Penelope and Joe that uh, Melanie might be in the kitchen. I'm, I'm gonna follow up with the comment that uh, Everett says they have a knife. Yeah, I would have definitely said that out loud. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> oh, it's weird. The walkie-talkie's not working. It's fucked. It's weird. <laughs> now Dave. You just get feedback when you're like... <laughs> now Dave. <laughs> I've played enough Phasmophobia to know what that means. <laughs> We're gonna die. <laughs> Out of ten, the doors are locked. Doors are locked. <laughs> doors are locked. My <laughs> um, heartbeat is in the ear. Uh, well, I mean, I at least told them to go to the kitchen, but they didn't get the warning message. Uh, right. Um, I'll take the the thing off. Uh, right. Um, obviously, Victoria's not here. Which means he's probably. Well, yeah, we do. I mean, we've got the next door. Right. Um, they did. Really quick, I'd like to uh, shuffle through the robes and the clothes. Okay. Just to see if anything drops out. Any kind of any nope. items. Nope. Nothing? Nothing at all? Nope. While you're digging through the, like, clothes and stuff, um, <laughs> Everett is gonna, like, kind of come up next to you, not, like, helping you dig or anything, and ask, Piers, did you see anything strange while we were all, um, having a quick power nap in the library? Yeah, it was almost just like a nightmare. Did you see something? Well, I saw a couple of things. One, yes, I would also equate it to a nightmare. Similar, uh, well, I would hesitate to say absolutely completely different from whatever nightmare that you ever had. Um, unless it was involved elevators. But, uh, I also saw, um... Kind of the, the this these exceptionally long fingers that were like covering my eyes, terrifying, absolutely like, very scary. Um, did you see anything like that? It's very long fingers, very dark coat. I I, <laughs> I remember something being in behind me i just don't remember what it was. um there was a very long just thin man um that was a curtain that you walked through you're not lying to me are you i wish i was Okay. All right. 
this is a very bad place. We just need to find everyone and leave. So, we I should agree. go and do that. Yes, so are you ready to... Uh, is already on? heading towards the workshop. <laughs> okay. He's gonna try. He's gonna try his radio again, uh, and say, "Joe, Penelope, can you hear me?" Uh, let's see. Can they hear you? <laughs> can they hear you? Uh, in a response, you just get a yes. Victoria. Dark. Your Amber device goes off. Oh, oh no. Uh, keep talking to him, Piers. Where is it? Uh, it is saying it is in the storage room. Oh, we're almost there. <laughs> uh, Melanie? Victoria? Dark. Uh, Everett, do you put on the Amber device? <laughs> says surfs up and then you get a pixelization uh and what you see is just a completely pitch black room but there's a red blinking light in the center of it that just kind of falls to the floor like a camera mm -hmm. it's still blinking it seems to be facing the door too if you could still see it well we have to we have to go i think something something just happened to her we have to go right. we have to go all right, I'm gonna open the door. Alrighty, so that would lead to the workshop. Yeah, which is one room away, which is fine. Uh, the workshop in this, uh, the ceiling in this room depicts the constellations of Sagittarius and Capricorn. This room may eventually have been intended uh, to be used as a function room, uh, but for the initial decoration of the house, uh, what? But for the initial decoration of the house and installing various things, this became the workshop. Um, equipment that would have been used by builders, carpenters, and decorators finishing up the work on the interior of the house is stored here. Some of it was used to complete the work in the library, the ballroom, and the cinema, so it looks like it was in active use before the house was bricked up. Is this like one of those rooms where tons of things are covered in white sheets? Uh, sort of. It's more like it's a room tons. full of crates and stuff. Crates and also just lots of like nails and saws and yep. you know all those things that are fine in a haunted house. Uh, and in this room has a door that leads to the cinema that you just came from, a bricked up door leading to the garden, uh, and a door leading to storage. Well, which is shut because that's where the peak device is. <laughs> I'm going to go towards the storage door and just look at everything. You said from here, right? I was... Uh, yeah. Um, sounded like I heard Victoria saying it's it's dark in there. So, Alright. Uh, Joe, Penelope, can either of you hear me? Into my walkie-talkie. We are going to cut back to Joe and Penelope, who oh, have boy. not gotten a walkie-talkie response in a long time. <laughs> you two are uh, still upstairs in the... Uh, in the uh, uh, outer landing of the library or uh, of the lobby lobby well they said Melanie's in the kitchen we go then yeah okay yeah head to the kitchen 
real quick, hopefully, to collect and go get them. Okay. I assume so, these things are like happening simultaneously. Yeah. So you're in the seating area. What's cool about the seating area upstairs is that you can see every room that is up here. It's basically like a hub, and then mm-hmm. surrounding it is every room. So you can go straight to the kitchen. Um, you get to the kitchen. The door is shut uh, to the kitchen because that's where the peak device is. It's on the other side of the doorknob. Okay. One, two, three, open the door. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna open the door. It's just like, like, I don't know. I, okay. Which I just like try to open the door real quick and like get out of the way just in case something like runs out. You uh, get into the kitchen, and before Melanie can get in, or before Penelope can get into the kitchen, the door shuts behind you. Oh, fuck. Everybody take off your headphones. Except for... Joe. Oh, bye. Bye. <laughs> it's nice knowing you. So, uh, you're, you're in the kitchen. The kitchen appears to be empty. Uh, it just says that l- one single light coming from the island, like the, the vent in the island. Uh, other than that, it just appears to be a very sterile, very clean kitchen. And uh, the door is locked behind you. Penelope, can you hear me? She might be pounding on the other side of the door trying to get in, but you don't hear it. Oh, fuck. Alright. I absolutely have my backpack that has all mm-hmm. of my shit in it, and I'm going to pull mm-hmm. out a flashlight. Alrighty. I'm going to shine around the room. You don't see anything in the room. Like, you, you've kind of, like, scanned every corner of the room. Like... <laughs> You hear a strange, pained (laughs) voice say that with a giggle behind you. Then you hear a wet, fleshy footstep step forward. And just as you look to see what it could be, making out what looks like a bloody leg emerging from the darkness, the lights go out. (laughs) (laughs) Melanie? Can't you love me, Drew? Footsteps wet with blood seem to be circling you like a predator. Is it Melanie's voice? I'm having sort difficulty of, trying to discern of. whether what what's Dave, what's Melanie, what could possibly be it her is, voice. It sounds like Melanie, if um, something was trying to pretend to be her, so it sounds off and almost like a puppet of Melanie, but it's definitely it sounds like her voice, but it doesn't sound like sh- what she would sound like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, almost like something's wearing her voice box and pretending to be her. Uh, the Melanie I know doesn't sound like that. And the Melanie I know doesn't ask questions like that. I can be so much better than her. <laughs> Melanie then emerges right in your face. She grabs you by your neck and looks directly into your eyes. Like that. Uh... At least she would be if she had any eyes. Uh, Her face is horribly scarred, and there seems to be slashes that extend her smile all the way up to her ears. 
I can be... Joe, I can be her, Joe. See? See, I'm much prettier than her. Joe? Uh, she smiles too wide. Stay with me, Joe. Be with me forever. She cackles as she lets go of your neck and slowly seems to float away from you into the darkness. And then the lights turn on. And there it is. Melanie's body. She looks as if she's had the life drained from her like she's a dried husk. Uh, one hand grips a knife, and she has seemingly old stab wounds all over her chest and body. You hear one final whisper from the darkness that says, I had to get the darkness out. As the presence of Melanie's ghost seems to fade away and her body crumbles into dust. And, like, the body that was there is gone? Yeah, just... Like, it kind of melts in the floor like sand. It looks like just like any of the other dust that's in the in the building now. I'll just kneel down and put my hand where it was. It's not real. It's I need you to make a six-point stability test, and yes, I know the problem with that. <laughs> oh. No? I got a three. You didn't, I'm assuming you didn't bet anything, right? Oh, God, I had a point. You, yeah, you're one point. Uh, okay, so you take uh, six stability damage, which puts you pretty deep into... Yeah, uh, I'm at negative five. Yeah, you're probably not doing great. <laughs> yeah, I am... Um, you don't I necessarily kind of just have curl to curl up on the overboard. floor. Yeah. And I will kind of just curl my arms around my knees and just go, it's not real. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Uh, with that... Uh, Penelope, I don't know what you've been doing the entire time the door has been locked. How long has that been? Uh, two minutes. Um, I think I, uh, I would have been trying to open it, number one. Probably, like, um, handle banging on it, right? Yeah, unless there's something in the room. Is, are there, is there, like, furniture anywhere nearby? Uh, I want to say you you're you go to look to see if there's there's like the couch and stuff and you're like maybe I could do and then you hear and the door just kind of opens a little bit, mm. not all the way, just a little bit. I burst open. Well, I actually do it slowly because I don't know how close Joe is to the door, <laughs> so I'll peek my head in. It's not real. It's not real. It's not uh, real. Joe's just kind of curled up on the floor next to the island. Not this. Um. <laughs> How terrible. Uh, She's got a lot of dust on her. It's not real. What? It's not real. Uh, Penelope is going to very slowly go over to Joe and like get, like, if Joe's on the ground, Penelope's going to get literally as flat as she can so she's at the same level as Joe. Wherever, I don't know in what position Joe is in. I am just huddled like this. Okay. Then she would sit down in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. And she's Penelope's going to put her hands out for for Joe's hands. Okay, you look You look normal. Unfortunately, I do. Okay, your face is fine. You have eyes. You have eyes. Okay. 
just just to make sure and I'll like reach forward to like just poke okay alright is the dust still on me? yeah can you tell me whether this is um is this like dust from this being close is there dust everywhere else can you see whether there's dust everywhere else Pen- is, Penelope is there I need dust to everywhere there is notably there is a clear spot of dust underneath uh like where dust would be there's some underneath joe as if it could have just been floor dust all over her great okay maybe maybe it wasn't maybe it wasn't real and she's fine and she's fine she didn't have that happen to her Um, I don't, Joe, yeah, sorry, um, so I'm not sure what's going on here, but I can say that sometimes houses lie. I... Came in, the door closed, I called for you, I didn't hear anything, but it was dark, I had the flashlight, I turned the flashlight on and I could hear her, I could hear Melanie, but it wasn't her, but it was, and I finally saw her and she was face was cut all the way up and she had no eyes and um, and she just kept saying and then I, I looked and she was on the ground and she was dead and she had stab wounds all over her chest and she had the knife in her hand and then she was dust, and the dust was everywhere, and it was on me. And it was me. I put her there. I drove her there. I don't see... Is there blood here before I say this? Do I see blood anywhere in here? No. I don't see any blood... I see no flesh. And we are sitting on some uh, geometry that is very dangerous. Take a really deep breath and remember that I don't know how much of what we're seeing or hearing is real. And if we are going to survive, then we have to remember that we must stick together and we can't believe everything. I... 
think I'm being judged here. Not like, I think I'm on trial. But the only thing is that for some reason, I'm not the one being punished. <laughs> Who's judging you? You are. No. It's something else. It was, I saw it earlier. It was. What's your fear? What is your biggest fear? (laughs) Currently. (laughs) (laughs) The list has gotten longer today. (laughs) I think that my biggest fear currently is that the people I care about are going to die and only I will remain. So? I have an affair with Melanie. Oh. Yeah. I'm not going to ask how it was now, but later I would love to hear about it. So, um, what I, 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 I don't want to get into specifics, but let's, let me put it this way. I have past things in my life that I would arguably consider to be mistakes that I am trying to run from. And unfortunately I was presented quite directly with those things when we collapsed downstairs. And now here you are, terrified of losing the people that you love and seeing you lose them. I think this house or whatever is here has knowledge of what we don't like and don't want to experience and what we are fearful of. It is using it. I feel like it's more than that, though. It's more than losing them. It's watching them suffer. Feel like they need to carve themselves into something. That's literally what you just saw. Yeah. She was trying to make herself worthy, except for that's not. So we're going to get up. We're going to dust you off. And we're going to find Your walkie-talkie, it's syncing up with what happened to Piers and Everett in the basement. Yeah. Air. Dark. 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 Target. your walkie-talkie you can have it thank you so much uh she's going to hold for a minute and then uh turn it on victoria Good. I'm so glad I have you on the line. So I'd like you to listen very carefully. <laughs> I've about had it with your shit, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, we're going to find our people and we're going to leave because this is really 
really annoying and it's going to ruin my skin if we don't hurry this up. Thank you so much for your time. Please don't contact us again. We're not interested. I'm just going <laughs> to shut it off. <laughs> I like, uh, so we're going to cut back to Piers and Everett. Then you're going to hear all that, you know, creepiness, but then you're going to hear Penelope <laughs> just go off on it. <laughs> but Piers, your hand is like right on the handle as it was saying all that. I I'm just going to look at the walkie while Penelope's going and just go into the door. <laughs> so you open the door uh, and it's completely black in that room, but there is a blinking red light on the floor. Do we have flashlights? We, we should. We have well, flashlights. We right? I should have a light on the camera. Also, that. Uh, you try to use it, it doesn't seem to do anything. Of course. It's definitely on, but it's just not piercing the darkness. Ha, huh, piercing. Can I. I'm also going to throw on the night vision. Again, just. It's like just nothing. But you I do see so. that red light. Oh, boy. I'll reach for the red light. Uh, as you're walking, it kind of feels like something's kind of like tickling you a little bit as you walk through uh, the area. Uh, and then you reach for the the light and you, you kind of feel it. It feels like a camera. Uh, and then you feel like something just kind of like, like just lightly touch your hand and you hear Victoria right next to you. All you see are two blinking red lights that look like camera lights. And uh, you just hear her go, I like the red. And then the lights turn on, and there's just a camera laying on the floor in a pile of dust. Oh. Uh, but this is the storage room. I'm going to uh, cry. <laughs> uh, I'm going I'm going to look around. Where's the storage room? Where did I write this down? <laughs> Okay, so uh, the only th real thing of note in this room besides, you know, fucking camera and dust uh, is that uh, near the door to the workshop are two large crates, both similarly labeled. However, one is open and empty and the other is fully intact. They both read portable generator. There's unfortunately no fuel in this room left to use the one that's left over. Uh, there's also a box marked fragile that contains seven halogen lamps. Why? Um, and that's it for the storage room? Yep. Uh, then I'm going to... Wait, is there another th door in here? There is. There's a locked door that leads back to the lobby. Locked as in, like, there's, like, a deadbolt lock, or, like... Uh, from this side, you can open it. It was locked from the other side, though. That's okay. why you had to go all the way around in order to get the storage room. Good, 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 good. I'd uh... like to review the footage on that camera. Oh, good. I was hoping you'd ask. <laughs> So, I'm gonna well before you do that, I'm just gonna go on the radio again after Penelope's like stuff and just say, Penelope, what the what what was that all about? <laughs> uh Penelope does hear that. The the radio it works now suddenly. Um I will uh respond. Um, I don't know about the rest of you, but I've had it with this. Um, I don't like it here. I think it's very inhospitable. Um, I don't want to be here. That's really the basic, um, bit. But mostly I'm tired of something talking about the dark on the line. So I, um, I wanted to make it very clear that I hate it. 
<laughs> As this argument is going on in the background, Piers, you're reviewing the footage. You just pop open the, the viewfinder on the camera and you just rewind it. Um, reviewing your footage, it just shows Victoria in a room looking right into the camera. She's just sitting in a chair. Uh, she's not moving and she's just looking straight into the camera. The odd part is, scrubbing through the footage, it appears she's been doing this for hours, like 20 hours. Which makes no sense, considering only one hour went by when you were all knocked out. In fact, all of her footage on the camera is now just her sitting in a chair looking at the camera. Uh, getting to the end, so the most recent footage of her being recorded, you see the lights turn on, and suddenly she's just not in the room. And you see you guys come up to the camera. You're looking, like, the lights are on in the footage, and you're looking around like, I can't... And then you pick up the camera and you like look a little shocked and everything like that, and then it shows you reviewing the footage. What did I what did I see before her sitting in a room? Uh, that the, all of her footage is now just that. Oh, it just opens with her staring mm -hmm. at it. It's now oh. twenty hours of footage of her sitting in a chair. And it's okay. live footage, too. When you scrub through it, you can see her breathing. You can see her moving a little bit as she's looking at the camera. It's not just like a still image of her sitting on the camera stretched for 20 hours. It's like literally 20 hours of live footage of her sitting in a looking at the camera. And it's that room, because when you turn on the lights and open the door, you guys show up and she's just not there. Okay. Um, <laughs> so somehow time passes differently in a storage room. Specifically, a storage room. I think <laughs> I that I, I, any every, storage room. Every, will do. Yeah. <laughs> I was being facetious. 